Welcome to Heal. On today's episode, we take a new direction into a unique two-part episode where we talk to supplement company founder and owner Robin Hoffman-Hack and self-taught scientist and venture capitalist Christopher Neville about what it is to launch a cutting-edge product company into a market confronted with toxic bodies in a toxic world. I'm your host, Dr. Sarah Marshall. So Robin, thank you so much for being here on Heal and coming and sharing about a pretty unique and incredible company. And I want to hear it from your mouth about like, what is Clarity and why does it exist? Like, why did you create it? Oh my gosh. Okay. So taking back, I mean, quite a few years uh, now since we've been in business now six years, but I'm going to take you back to why I'm so health conscious. When I was 16, I became a vegetarian for no good reason other than being a crazy teenager, I guess. And then later in my 20s, I really learned how being a vegetarian was so beneficial for my health. And I really got into health at that point. And I'd always worked out and been physically into activities and an athlete and all that. And then now I've been vegan for 20 plus years, gluten-free for probably 15, all just because it was on my journey that I decided to. It wasn't because of any health problems. So I've always been super health conscious. So why I started Clarity was really due to the fact that when my daughter was going off to college, I really got looking at my life and how I could make an impact in people's lives. And I knew I was going to be empty nesting. And, and so just really diving into personal development and working with a coach. And I was telling them my passion for health and how I'd been involved in another health company for years and had been very successful. But I have a full-time in- profession with our family business. We have a 96-year-old family company and I was CFO there. And I love our family business and it's totally in a different industry. It's in textiles, but I was just feeling like I was missing something. So when my daughter was going off to college and I got looking at life, like I said, and when working with the coach, they told me, why don't you start your own business? It sounds like you have the perfect background. I'm like, oh my gosh, are you serious? Every, I'm way too busy. Like we all have that you right. know, way too busy idea. But I just got really looking at our society and how sick people are. And I want to have healthy grandkids. And, you know, yeah. I see what's going on in our world and especially in today's world, six years later. But I really got thinking about how I wanted healthy kids and healthy grandkids. And so I wanted to develop a product for kids. And that's what got me on the journey and looking at what it would take to start my own company and I was just blessed to find the right people at the right time. There was some serendipity involved because yeah, this meant to be, right? Like, I totally get that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so that, I mean, like, many of us are health conscious and many of us have a desire to make a difference. But for me, you are one of my heroes because I hear a lot of people talk about what they dream of doing. And you're one of the people when I look to, you did it. You, you you thought it up, put it down. And I know, you know, through our conversations, not without lots of challenges and confronts and, you know, having to rethink and rework things. So like, how do you do that for those people out there? Like, how do you go from, what was it like for you to go from, okay, I have this idea to 
actually having a business. Stubborn and I'm determined. (laughs) (laughs) I have all those qualities, but I have the determination to just really be successful. And I've luckily, and I'm grateful. I feel blessed. I've been successful in things I've done during my life, even growing up, showing horses and being an athlete and stuff. I was. I can say I would look back and I feel I was successful. And so I just have that determination. I'm going to, you know, be successful at whatever I try and dive into. And so when I decided, and I remember telling my husband explicitly, I'm going to start a company with a kid's health product. He's like, what? And I'm like, no, I really need to. Like we have, I have to do something and we have to do something to make a difference. And so I just, I think when I decide it, it's like, I'm going to do it. And there's no looking back. You know, I knew it was going to cost dollars and time and energy and, you know, all those things that I always, but it's given me such satisfaction. And it's also, yeah, I'm busy, but I couldn't imagine not being busy. And, you know, and so I just, and I really studied and what I knew I wanted and what I wasn't going to compromise and things like that to when I was knew knowing the type of product I wanted and what I believe in, you know, I want to get into the type of products next because like, so what's unique about this podcast is so far, everybody that we've had on the show has been people sharing their own healing journeys, very personal people who are chiropractors or doctors or coaches and their experience working with people one-on-one. And this is the first time we've had someone who's standing on the side of a product and a business in this way. But I wanted to highlight one that, you know, we have all these different vehicles for healing and that, that it matters that we talk about the good companies that are doing really profound work. Because I think maybe not so much the listeners specifically on this show, but in, in our culture, there is a conversation of like, oh, one, all supplements are the same. Or two, that supplements don't really make any difference, right? Like there's these myths out there about the product companies. And I mean, in my practice, I utilize specific companies for, you know, working with people to help them heal. And can you heal without supplements? Absolutely. Are there lots of ways to do it? Absolutely. Are they required? No. But we live in an incredibly toxic world with a huge amount of stress that's put on us. Our bodies are not physiologically designed to put up with what we have. And, and so there's something really unique about, I mean, this is when you first introduced me and said, you know, you called me up and said, Hey Sarah, I'm starting this company and I want to talk mm-hmm. to you about possibly being involved. And we put it in the beginning, like I don't have any actual financial relationship with clarity. And so, you know, I just, you're a great friend and I wanted to highlight somebody who's yeah. gone out there and done something different. Right. So tell us about the product line. Why is it what it is? Well, some things that when you were talking just then, I came to my mind was I'm not about just products. There are so many things to healing. And like one, I'm an advocate, huge advocate of working out and you got to get moving your body every day and sweating and get the lymph, you know, lymphatic system going and all of that. And, and as far as products out there, you're right. There's such junk on the market. And I mean, I used to take vitamins and did they do anything? No, you know, not at all. And so that's when I, and as I aged, you know, well, even in my early twenties, like I said, when I became vegan and all of that, I found an amazing herbal product that I took for years. I'll still drink it today. And it's hard to find. And it's from Canada and, you know, 
And so I really got learning about ingredients. And then when I decided to start Clarity, I was super fortunate to meet this amazing product developer out of Australia. And he's the one, and you were very into nutrigenomics. And he yeah. introduced to me working at the nutrition at the gene level. And so that's what really, I think, set us apart. And then with his background and with his belief, all in mind, body, spirit, and everything, and energy, and all of that, how our products are so unique in the fact that they are working with your cells and they're getting to the mitochondria, but also the fact that it's all about purity and potency of the ingredients. And yeah. so many companies want to be cheap. They want to, you know, cut corners and put all these names on the label. So the product looks amazing, but they don't have enough of the ingredient in the product to substantiate anything or make a difference. And the other thing is patented ingredients are really key also because they've got scientific studies done on them. They have enough potency in the ingredients. So really took me a lot to really learn all about that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, you know, I mean, I, I, at one level, like I can't speak about any specific products, you know, one way or another, there's, there's right. merit to a lot of different things. One of the things that I got taught in naturopathic school is that the level of intervention depends on what the person actually needs. And, and like, I actually had the privilege to work in some community clinics during med school where we would have homeless population. We would have people that were in some really challenging life circumstances and they did not have access to either food on a daily basis or at all anything in the world of quality food. And in those cases, we could give them you know, a lot of our supplement companies would donate supplements to us to use in the community clinics under different circumstances. And so we'd just open up the medicine cabinet and see what do we have and what might work for this person. And, you know, it was all based off of donation. And, and I would watch multivitamins turn somebody's brain on, like, because they were so deficient. But for many of us, and I, you know, we'll hear whatever I hear about the multivitamin companies out there, but I never recommend multivitamins because of that very thing. It's like, it's often too low of a dose of too many ingredients that could be sourced from all kinds of different places packed into one. And the few companies that I actually have ever, you know, had people take multivitamins from, you have to take six pills a day to even get close to the therapeutic dose that you want. And people are like, what, six? And I'm like, well, it's food. It only is going to fit so much into one capsule or one pill. And so that was one of the things that we, you know, I was always looking at is like, when you have a multi-ingredient product that has 20, 30, 40 ingredients, it's really hard to have any of those make much of a difference. Mm -hmm. And I tend to swing all the way the other way and mostly prescribe single ingredients with a therapeutic purpose, you know, in my practice. Right. There's something else though about, and then we can kind of get into some of the philosophy behind it, but, but it's, you guys have, so nutrigenomics, mm -hmm. I have a sense of what that is, but what, how do you describe it? Like what does nutrigenomics really mean? how I explain it in my layman's terms, it's a way the ingredients can work and get to the cells and get the cell generating what it generates on its own because our cells with free radical damage and oxidative stress, they get, as I've been told, a lot of people are, can use layman's terms of being switched on or off. Yep. 
and or upregulate it or yeah. downregulate it. And so our product works to where it upregulates the cells to where they get working efficiently and producing the body's own antioxidants as opposed to outside source antioxidants. Because most people don't, I didn't even know at one point that your body produced its own antioxidants, you yeah. know, at a million times more powerful rate than we can get from outside yeah. the diet. And again, we're going to use an analogy here, but it's essentially at the cellular level, the difference between giving a man a fish and teaching a man to fish. It's like that same kind of concept of like, if you can provide the body what it needs to produce its own, and antioxidants are about the detoxification pathways, its own ability to detoxify at that level, you actually end up producing a bigger difference in the person long-term than just you know, and the, the tricky thing about supplementing antioxidants, antioxidant as in they absorb up free radicals and they interact with oxygen in a particular way. And what's really tricky, like glutathione is a supplement that a lot of people, you know, know that glutathione in the body is really detoxifying, but it's very difficult to supplement it because the minute glutathione is in the, in the free air, it's starting to break down instantly. So injectable glutathione or liposomal glutathione is a possibility, but even manufacturing that is really challenging. So instead, what I, my understanding is of, of some of what you guys have created are products that actually are able to have glutathione pathway enhanced. So the body's doing it on its own versus that same. Yeah. Exactly. Producing awesome. the glutathione peroxidase. Right. Yeah. And superoxide dismutase and catalase. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Awesome. So where would you like to go with this conversation from here? We've talked a bit about like what the product line is and how you came about, you know, like what have you as a business owner, how has it been for your own experience? Like, I mean, the podcast is called heal and we're looking at like what it is to heal, but then there's lots of different mechanisms. Like we can heal our relationship to success. We can heal our relationship to, you know, being in business. And so what comes to mind for you about that? Like, where have you seen business either, you know, break you down or how did you come out of it? Cause you juggle a lot of different things. I do. I think one thing is really in the past few years, I, I've learned to meditate, which mm. has really helped, you yeah. know, and taking the products and being super healthy has helped great, greatly because yeah. I have a clear mind, I, clarity, <laughs> no pun intended, but also I used to be stressed. And when you can get the body healed naturally and get the detoxification pathways open, you don't have the stress feeling anymore because yeah. your mind calms down. So that's really helped me. But then the other thing I'm thinking too is that with meditation and exercise and just letting go and letting God mm. is huge and knowing that it's all at the right timing. Yeah. And just really the personal development, I think, is key to life for everyone, whether it's business relationships or whatever. And luckily, I was introduced to personal development because of being a competitor when I was a teenager and then in my 20s. So I got to reading and studying personal development. And I have ever since. I read every day and, you know, and I can't read enough books. And I just love that because it's amazing how you got to keep your mind right. Yeah. And it's 99% is your mind and your energy. Yeah. What sport were you competing? I, well, I was a volleyball player, but also then I showed horses since I was nine and I ended yeah. up training and showing horses for a living. 
Wow. When you're competing for a living and so forth, it can be stressful and it's all here, (laughs) you know? So. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, I think that there's, so there's the personal development component and meditation and like, what would you say was one of your biggest lessons that you've had in working through that as a business owner? Not following my gut about certain people. Yeah. You know, like, getting too wound up in, how do I say it nicely? (laughs) Not nicely, but getting so excited about someone or something that you get so excited and you forget to follow your gut, I guess. And knowing that maybe that wasn't the right direction I should have gone, you know, doubting myself, but then going for it anyway and really realizing you got to sit back and not jump at things. Yeah. One of my business coaches once said to me, nothing is ever as bad as it seems, but nothing is ever as good as it seems either. (laughs) And like kind of keeps me in check when I see a new opportunity and I'm like, this is going to be amazing. And I get like super caught up and I'm like, okay, breathe. And let's like, you know, that's been, (laughs) and that's been something that in the last year of my life I've taken on as a personal practice is the phrase I use is not pushing the river. And it's not about like, I'm very intentional in my life and, and purpose-driven. And I do similarly a lot of personal growth work, which for me, what that means is I'm paying attention to my life and I have intentions for my life. Like mm-hmm. every quarter I go through this worksheet that I think I originally gathered from one time when I was in a multi-level marketing company and somebody used it in their programs and then I adapted it and then I've added to it. And it's about a seven page document. And it takes me through this process of completing the last three months and then intentionally creating what do I want next in the next three months. Mm-hmm. And I've done that since 2012. And sometimes I'll write the whole document out and I never look at it again for three months until I yeah. come back to do it again. But I see how those intentions made a difference and I started to fulfill on them. And so being intentional, yes, but I, as a um, recovering perfectionist and control freak, could get a little bit too much into like making things happen, particularly mm-hmm. in anywhere where there's a relationship where I would push and push and push and push and push to have it go a particular way. But then when I stopped putting all the energy into it, nothing else was getting generated. So it's been a whole new place for me now is to sit back and actually set my intentions and be in full communication. It's not like I'm being a victim to what's happening, but then allowing nature around me, allowing the people around me, around me, see, see what shows up, what actually happens naturally. And that's for me in business and in life has been a big, shift. Yeah, I think I've really learned that too. It's amazing what comes to you if you let it and have intentions and act on your inspirations because so many people get inspirations, but they don't act. And I think the big thing is acting on what you feel at the time it comes to you. And then it's amazing just the miracles that can transform. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So how has it been being the founder of Clarity? How's that process been for you? It's fun. I mean, I love it. I love, you know, my favorite thing is seeing the testimonials from people, you know, like today we got sent a testimonial that was really cool. And the other day, a person's daughter with autism and things and just seeing the impact that you can make when people are wanting to change and people want to take products and so forth like ours. And it just makes me feel so amazing. And even though it makes all the hard parts worth it and all the struggles and things. And I always believe every setback, there's an equal or greater comeback. And, and I just know that 
everything leading to the right place. Yeah. Even it might take longer because I'm definitely one that's not very patient. Everybody wants it now. So I think it's Mike Dooley was one of my early inspired authors. He created Thoughts Become Things and the Notes from the Universe emails, which I've been getting since uh, I don't know when, 2009. Uh, and he has a book called Manifesting Change, and he gets into how you can declare the what and you can visualize it and do the work around having, you know, your emotional state match that that's what you're creating, but you don't get to say how it's going to happen and you don't get to say when. <laughs> and that's definitely where for me, you know, I wouldn't say that I have a super profound relationship to faith, but I actually look at it. That is where faith comes in. Right. You know, faith okay. for faith. the universe providing <laughs> yeah. in that way. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. There's something else that's really unique about these products, but I, I want to also talk about like, what are the effects that you've seen? Like how have your products made a difference for people? Oh my gosh. Well, weight loss, mental clarity, you know, kids definitely seen a huge difference with our Calibrate product and then our biome because we have a product that activate biome that helps with the microbiome. That's all spore biotics. So that's made a huge difference because of the gut brain access with kids with ADD, autism, Asperger's, you know, and all these kids these days. I mean, I've just learned so much on how sick kids really are. And yeah. so many kids have gut issues and have stomach aches all the time or constipation all the time. And because of our, our world and living on processed foods and it's hard to get kids to eat healthy. So I think that's huge in the kid aspect, but I mean, I've seen everything you could imagine for people with heart issues, diabetes, arthritis, the list goes on on how people have improved by taking the products. Yeah. Because they, like you said, it gets the detoxification pathways going, it gets rid of inflammation in the body. And then like our biome product, restoring your gut with the spore biotics. And then we have a keto ingredient that's really unique in our one product that works with getting the body into ketosis. It's not like other ketone products. So it's not just BHBs, it's got BAs, which butyric acids and and it's all put together. And that's what's really been cool is working with the microbiologists and biophysicists that have patents and have studied for years and they get to see their ingredients go in products and they get to hear what they're doing for people. And working yeah. with those guys, it just I've just learned so much, you know? So that's- I think fun. clarity as a- as a perspective, and this is me saying it, you can tell me if it, but my view is that you guys are a part of a paradigm shift because, you know, at one hand, it can sound sensational, like it can do anything, you know, it's like, we just listed out every system in the body, but we, we've been inside of this mechanistic reductionist viewpoint where the way we deal with health or disease really is to stop a specific symptom. So you have one chemical for one, you know, you have, you have drugs that are going to reduce blood pressure. You've got drugs that are going to reduce blood sugar. You've got drugs that are going to address seizures. You have drugs that are going to address depression. You have drugs. I mean, it's like, it's a one-to-one -one predominantly because of the way we've been formulating them. But in, as the paradigm is shifting away from how do you stop or control a disease to what does it mean to be healthy? How do you let the body heal there's these regulatory systems in our body, the endocrine system, the microbiome, the immune system, which is part of the microbiome, right? Most of our immune system lives in our gut. Mm -hmm. and, and then the liver's ability to detoxify 
and to remove these things from the circulation and from the tissues is critical. And that's where we're seeing the bottleneck of so many inflammatory conditions that are sort of coming down to no particular diagnosis. Mm -hmm. And like, I mean, in my practice, I see a lot more of that because mostly I'm not usually the first doctor people go to. I'm like the fifth, sixth, seventh doctor, right? (laughs) So they've worked their way through all the specialists and the specialists don't have a one-to-one drug for their, because they may not even fit perfectly into a diagnosis. And without that diagnosis, there's usually no treatment. So this is like, you got to think differently. You got to turn the whole thing over on its head where when you do address something at such a core fundamental level of the way the body functions and like one of the things that drew me into Clarity's products is the way that you started working on mitochondrial issues before that was a hot topic. It's just now starting. I think more and more people are listening to it and you guys have been working on it for a lot longer than that. Yeah, six years. So the other thing like we really try and explain is it it all boils down to healthy cells. And if your cells aren't healthy, you're going to have issues, you know, like our product developer, one of them, he always said, there's one disease and that's an unhealthy cell because everything starts at the cell level. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's so good. But there's something, are you guys still, and I'm going to say this all wrong and you can correct me, but using our products. Yes, that I want to talk about that. (laughs) Yeah. So we've worked with a bioenergetic wellness healer for years and um, she's amazing and she is into a bioscalar energy. In fact, she is being interviewed left and right these days on what, with what's going on in our world and everything because she's so well known as a bioscalar energy and with 5G and all of that. And yeah, it's crazy. So she infuses our products with her bioscalar quantum energy. So she takes our ingredients before they're manufactured into the products she takes and infuses it with the bioscalar energy and she calls it hypercharging it and she's been like doing scalar energy for 40 plus years and she has a system she actually puts in people's houses she's working with the military right now to get them in the military bases but she has these systems that actually are bioscalar energy systems that you can put in a house or healing centers like the Lexington Kentucky (laughs) tongue twister healing center they have a few in there the University of Hawaii has some where people go and they get in these systems and it regenerates your cells back to yeah. homeostasis and it gets rid of all the radiation in the body. So it really does wonders for people with health issues. So she infuses our products because obviously all our pl- products are p- vegan, plant-based, non-GMO, gluten-free. So there's nothing artificial. So being plants, they all have their own energetic property and so she infuses them and the reason it really helps get to the mitochondria level even deeper because it makes how I explain it in my layman's terms is it takes the ingredients and puts them in harmony with each other like an orchestra so they're singing the same notes and song and in harmony so they can really work together rather than being out of tune so that's super critical and and like again I know that this conversation could land a lot of ways for different people, you know, of like hocus pocus or yeah, whatever, or, but I'm just going to put this in, which is your cell phone is quantum. Your computer that you've been using is quantum. We're surrounded by a world that's actually based in quantum physics and quantum energies. We just don't talk about it very much. And so, you know, getting an MRI scan on your knee, 
that all comes from quantum physics and quantum mechanics. And I, you know, I work in homeopathy, which for many people is a similar brain bender. And homeopathy has been around since the, you know, late 1700s. And that's a similar conversation that we have. You can have one single homeopathic remedy, and then you can have another one, and you can blend them together in terms of just like pouring them into the bottle. And that won't be the same thing as when you make them in such a way that the energy all harmonizes. It becomes one functional unit, and it has a very different, distinct impact on the body. And what we've been able to actually track, and there's scientific evidence that backs all of this up, is it helps the medicine or the homeopathic remedy find the target tissue that it's supposed to go to and enter into the cell. And there's a world we're starting to discover about cell transporters and how things get in and out of the cell, because it's not like the cells just have doors that like anything goes through. There's very calculated and specific ways that things get in and out of the cell. And so that's one of the challenges that many drug companies have actually been dealing with is you know, mostly what we do with drugs is we just flood the body with such a high amount of the drug. We hope that some of it makes it all the way in and gets through. But we're now finding that through different forms of utilizing energy medicine and energetics and the way that we infuse different products and and really use elemental medicine, which is an old school medicine from back in the 1800s that we used to use magnetism. We Mm. used crystal therapy. There were many ways that we would use elemental medicine, low dose electrolysis, that have been very effective and they kind of got pushed aside as we got really hung up on these more, what we appear is technologically advanced, but now the technology is getting subtle and we're discovering that there's brilliance in the subtlety and that it shouldn't be discredited. Like it doesn't just have to be that something hits you over the head to be good for you. Like when it's in resonance, you can have a very small dose of something make a big difference. So that's another aspect of what you guys are up to that I just think is so cutting edge. Yeah. So it's fun. Yeah. That's good. So how about your personal journey? I mean, you've been an athlete most of your life. You talked about how meditation and working out have been critical for you, but like, what are your key routines that help keep you sane and healthy? Getting up every day, working out first thing, taking our products routine, I think, Lots yeah. of, you know, habits that just, I don't question. It's, it, it doesn't even cross my mind not to work out. It's not yeah. like I have to go, I don't feel like it. I Do I have to? No, I just, it, I do it. Making lists, you know, writing everything down. So I know what, you know, I need to get done that day. Going to bed early, you know, getting up early. So I feel like I've accomplished a lot before a lot of people have gotten up in the day. So that I think has really helped. And then giving myself time to have breaks and on weekends or getting away to our our other house and, you know, chilling with no TV or I don't watch TV, but just no TV in the house, no Wi-Fi. So. Yeah. So you're telling me that a uh, very successful, busy business owner who has actually her hands in multiple businesses takes vacations. Yeah, I not know. so much vacation, just getaways. I don't want to say we go on it. Like, I don't have any desire to travel the world or anything. You know, yeah. I've been a lot of places, don't get me wrong, but it's like just going to our other house and just getting out Taking of that break. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Getting out in nature. And- That's one that I work with a lot of my CEO and, and uh, executive clients on is that like, actually it's critical 
to have those times to let your brain rest and let go for a period of time so that you actually get a deeper access to creativity when that happens. Oh, you know? yeah. 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 That's awesome. My brain starts spinning. I get out in nature and it's like, whoa, all these ideas. And yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, one of the things that's also struck me about you is the quality of relationships that you keep around you. It seems like you've got a pretty good, empowering family and community that you get to spend time with. Would you say that's the case? Yeah, yeah. My daughter keeps us busy. I mean, she's now married and everything, but she has a lot of friends that we are very close with. She grew up with a great group of friends. So we have a lot of younger friends that are in their 20s, keep us yeah. young. And then we do have a lot of great friends that we're very close with. So. Yeah. I mean, that's been something that it's, it's easy to overlook the importance of that. But when we look at the components of what has our life be healthy and full, the quality of those relationships can make a huge difference. And are they supporting our health journey? Or are they a challenge to the health journey? Like where they fall inside of that? Yeah. And just keep working on yourself all the time, I think is key. Yeah. That personal growth component. Awesome. Yep. I just really appreciate this is a a very special episode for us and something that really mattered to me to be able to highlight that there are, you know, people like you that have taken a stand for this and that there's companies out there that are really looking for a new approach to how to support people on their health journey. Cause one of the things a lot of people do go to are products and Mm -hmm. to know the differences that are out there and what is possible. And you've been a great role model. And like I said, one of my heroes, I look forward to in the business world. I look up to you like crazy. So thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Awesome. I love what you do for everyone. Absolutely. Well, hopefully this will make a difference for some people to think some new thoughts about what's possible. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you, Robin. I appreciate it so much. Okay. Until next time. Now for part two. After this incredible conversation with Robin, I was inspired to go deeper into the subject of nutrigenomics, which led me to Melbourne, Australia, to speak to self-taught scientist Christopher Neville, who is a critical in the formulation of the products of Clarity. What started as a question about how these molecules work led me into a much deeper world of how global pollution issues, consciousness, and the health of our bodies are intrinsically intertwined. It was too valuable not to include here. His view is brilliant. Hang in there. It's worth it. So having Robin come on and talk about clarity was really inside of that clarity in particular does something so different than most product lines out there. And she's adorable and awesome. And she often would say, but I'm not a scientist and I don't really know how to explain that part. And I was like, maybe I'll call Chris. (laughs) And (laughs) our conversation today is not, it doesn't need to be about clarity at all because it, that that's already in place. It's more, I'm really interested in, we can talk way bigger than that. What, what you are seeing, what you're up to, what matters to you in the field of longevity and regenerative medicine. And, and that'll piece into the whole piece about clarity wherever it needs to. So that's okay. kind of yeah, why no, I wanted to connect I've, I've with got, you. Uh, that's perfect. Well, I'm, I'm excited really to, to, to share because like, like everything, we're, we're all got uh, pieces of the puzzle and it's only when we come together that we tend to, you know, learn a little and uh, and share a little and that's that that's human nature i mean we're all <laughs> we've all got bodies and we're learning what that means right exactly so here i have you chris neville from are you in melbourne in australia uh, you can say melbourne melbourne yeah. australia yeah that's close, close enough. enough yes okay good 
And <laughs> you are like the pack, you know. right. You are scientist, businessman, venture. Uh, 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 well, you know, it's it's a it's a, it's a good comment. I, I'm I'm a scientist in as much as for uh, research. I am uh, not classically trained, but that's been the last twenty years, and it's taken me into. Uh, some interesting domains. So you could say a, a non-classically uh, trained researcher in, in the fields of holistic uh, well-being and other innovations because it, when I share some of the other things that I'm up to, you'll see that the health of the body is going to be important to the health of the planet and that's why some of these other things are important in terms of what I'm doing. Awesome. That's so right in alignment with where I come from and what I watch with people when we do even address their physical health, all kinds of things shift in their environments and how they want to interact with the environment. And that's on the individual level. So I can only imagine it at a bigger scale. So you're into longevity and regenerative medicine, among other things. And then I also got, you know, pollution mitigation technologies and more energy generation. So tell me about like, how did you end up here? How did you get into all this? Are we going now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, look, I've I've grown up and I've been very sporty most of my life with uh, our version of football, your, your gridiron, our rugby here, and uh, swimming and athletics and track here in Australia, but and martial arts. And so, you know, I I, I went into you know, I was a Green Beret forty years ago uh, in the Australian Commando unit period, but I've always been interested in in uh, what the body can do and can't do according to uh, physics and, and biology, but also exploring, you know, from the martial arts side of things, it was about consciousness and, you know, the Bruce Lee one-inch punch and those sort of things were a way to be able to look at saying, wow, is it possible to harness an energy field or a way of being that can uh, do things, even with the Shaolin monks in, in Kung Fu, etc. It was always an intrigue for me. So, you know, 40 plus years ago, I really was touched by uh, meditation, if you will, and transcendental meditation at that. And there's uh, many roads to, to, the, to the mountain, if you will, the top of the mountain. But what I found was that my real passion became, you know, how is it that human beings can, can be more, more in line with, with nature? I, I read a fantastic book called In Tune with the Infinite by Ralph Waldo Trine, and that was a book that had a profound impact on me because I thought, wow, to be in tune with the infinite, well, that'd be pretty cool, but what, what would it look like and what would it mean? And so I explored, you know, nutritional medicine, complementary medicine, energy medicine, uh, pulse magnetic fields, Reiki, to read what they call breath therapy and many, many other modalities, traditional Chinese medicine, Ayurvedic medicine, and wanted to look at What's the, what did the ancients know that we're not doing now? How did we get sidetracked and hoodwinked to think that, you know, the human being can outwit nature? And that's really where I wanted to try to keep those threads of the ancients somewhat alive in today's world and to give it some sort of a context. So that's really where um, kind of the driving force of the, the impetus to some of my research. And, you know, I've done a short course in energy medicine at um, RMIT University here in Melbourne and had you know the great pleasure of meeting up with some extraordinary people there's um, research that goes on that sometimes doesn't touch the the market because well 
it's not e- e- economically sound right now. And so there's there's looking at behind the scenes with the economic drivers and, uh, and a range of other things of why things can and can't happen. And it, it took me down a rabbit hole that um, <laughs> I'm still burrowing looking for some of the nuggets. And uh, I'm pretty excited with, with where it's come out to. But my main area now is is really in the fields of uh, epigenetics and uh, nutrigenomics, uh, you know, the ability for nutritional compounds to affect gene expression or affecting gene stability or DNA stability. And, uh, and also the, the, the quantum realm. Where, where is it that matter and antimatter and consciousness interface? And then what does that look like? Um, why should I care anyway, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. So I wanted to look at how each of those threads came together in health. But I also, just uh, in wrapping up the first part, is I wanted to understand why there are so many versions of spirituality, and I call it like the spectrum, if you will, of everybody who is spiritual in nature, and I believe everybody is in whatever degree that is, is seeking to know this uh, absolute, this this core nature of their being, love, uh, if you will, or, or God, uh, as in some texts. But and, and so those things are interrelated as far as I'm concerned. We are not compartmentalized. I've got inflammation. No, there, is, there are things that are happening at a mental, emotional, and energetic level. And what are the things that are uh, causing disturbance or supporting that state of disharmony so that's you know i looked at trying to bring all of those threads together in an inter- integrated way uh, I, I hope that <laughs> wasn't too wordy for you but that's, no. that's really going yeah it's beautiful and it it actually it underscores a lot of the themes that i've been sharing on this podcast from a clinical and individual perspective that yes there's actions that people take there's diets there's there's supplements that get recommended there's even pharmaceutical drugs that have their place from time to time. But the core for almost everyone that's shared and what I've shared a lot from my practice is where we deal with who we are as pure love and as a loving being and allowing love to flow through our life. And where we don't, there's dis-ease and disharmony with ourselves and with our environment. And our environment can be the six square feet around us and our environment can be the entire planet. Yeah. And, and and that's it's very true. Um, so because at the end of the day, look, life is interconnected. You know, the air I breathe today is being breathed breathed by somebody else. You know, in in Dallas or wherever that may be in 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 Brazil. So we we, we are interconnected, and there's this energetic soup that or this consciousness that we we live in uh, on Earth and. It's it's alive, but it's also seeking more. It's there's there's uh, that universal thing with healing is when you cut yourself, life is seeking to reestablish order. And and I believe, you know, the human uh, race and the human species is on a, an uh, evolutionary uh, path to recognize itself as interconnected. Firstly, on our planet, and then I truly believe and also understand the interconnectedness within time space with the potential uh, for some, the actual knowledge that um, the universe is teeming with life. So it's a, it's pretty fascinating. And I think we've, we've got a big wake up call that's happening right now. COVID's not really the wake up call, but we may as well utilize it for that because 
what we're looking for is how can we be uh, able to live in uh, cooperation, in harmony with the planet, rather than the idea that we need to extract things and rape and pillage and then leave the problem for the next generation and possibly generations to come. And, and you know, plastics are definitely one of those things that I'm, I'm passionate about, cleaning up the rivers and the oceans and, and all of those other uh, man-made interferences. Forget about climate change. It's the least of our concern right now. We're, we're, we're changing the genetics of the species with plastic right now in, uh, in the environment. And that, that's uh, a concern and should be a concern for everybody because it's affecting fertility rates and we've now got a uh, major um, downward curve in that environment as well. Yeah. So uh, connecting that back to, like, I imagine that maybe where nutrigenomics can come into play potentially and some Mm -hmm. of these, like, how do we, because there's what there needs to be done on the macro level of cleaning the rivers and cleaning the oceans and, and altering our use of and even manufacturing of plastics. But then there's a micro level on the individual basis. Like, is that where nutrigenomics comes in? Like, are there things that can make a difference for people personally? Yeah, look, it's always going to come back to area of influence or area of control. And the area of influence is, you know, um, we're, we're sovereign beings and we're responsible for taking care of our body firstly and primarily and then our immediate families and then that ripple effect really is humankind and so nutrigenomics to me is a way of understanding how the foods we eat apart from whether we can go into intermittent fasting and all of these other new awarenesses of how the body utilizes nutrients and can convert instead of carbohydrates for energy fats for fuel etc but nutrigenomics for me was, was a great insight and a revelation. I'm always looking for why is something beneficial? You go back to the 80s and the 90s and somebody was coming out of the jungle with the latest berry and I call it the battle of the berries. And so the next super juice turned up and the next super juice, you've got to have that because it's more, more powerful. And, and that could be, we, could, we understood about the antioxidants and the auric value of certain foods and compounds but nutrigenomics took me into what's that inter- interaction at a, a cellular level and then ultimately at a gene expression level. Like we come in with our complement of genes from our, our parents and then that one cell differentiates and becomes this, this human being. That process of gene expression, therefore differentiation, is an important mechanism, not just in uh, getting well and staying well, but also, you know, in regenerative medicine as well, um, and why stem cell therapy is so important. So this area of nutrigenomics to me was fascinating because I wasn't trying to do something for the body. I was trying to support the body becoming more efficient in what was already designed in the cell. And every cell has its own natural defense system. And that's, yeah. the, that's how nutrigenomics has really taken um, a lot of the forefront in, in regenerative medicine. Awesome. That's brilliantly put. I can't add a thing. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> Good. And so yeah. we, anything else about that? Well, th- look, it's, it's looking at that's the physicality of things. Yeah. And, and this can, what I wanted to do is to, to, to go down into you know, what I refer to as the healthy cell model, that there's really not, you know, a thousand diseases, there's only one, and that's a, 
you know, a dysfunctional cell. And yeah. so if we have a dysfunctional cell, you know, the two causes, you know, either what I refer to as toxicity or deficiency. So the toxicity is that's too much of a disturbance. Deficiency is I don't have enough of either building blocks and uh, nutrients and, and or other compounds that can support the defense and stability of the cell. And then there's six pathways, and, the, and those pathways are nutrition and lifestyle. could be medical intervention that, that actually causes more problems, than the, uh, and that's where sometimes the pharmaceutical toxicity, as we may know. You know, number one, two killer on the planet, we may know from cardiovascular to cancer, but the number three killer on the planet uh, is death by pharmaceutical mishap or death by doctoring. And that's not, you know, an intentional thing. It's just how the economic model of yeah. the healthcare system is, is we are, we are a pres uh, prescription nation and, and globally there's more pharmaceuticals being used, interestingly enough, to try to get well rather right. than look, looking to nature and seeking solutions in nature. And that's where the health system has been hijacked in, in my view, mm -hmm. in my opinion at least. So this is why self-care um, and self-empowerment is so critically important today more than ever because we've got to be able to read through the noise and trust forums like this and others that share perspective and definitely, uh, as you've indicated to me in the, in the past, sir, the, the healing journey that we, 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 we can't underestimate uh, the, the value of our own journey seeking towards wellness and then listening to others, other, uh, you know, travelers' journeys on, on, in, in what they're doing to help get well and stay well. So the part that I wanted to get at is that it's the physical, but it's also the mental and emotional. And this is where I looked at, you know, brain coherence. And we hear a lot about the gut-brain axis because uh, many neurochemicals, as you know, are produced in the gut and so when we have a disturbance to the biome it can really affect moods and emotions and our sense of self-worth even so sometimes it's not about what you eat but what's eating you and that's where um, understanding that when we are disconnected from nature we we're kind of drifting we don't have this anchor point and that's where I think that we have a global challenge right now and a global wake-up is because we have to pay attention to the extinction rate that's happening at the moment, the plastic pollution and all the rest, because it is all interconnected. And that's why um, with my approach to looking at the holisticness of health uh, is that, you know, we're complex, but we don't have to be complex about it. We, we need to just seek ways of being happy. Seek, yeah. If we seek happiness, you know, we will tend to find those people that will nourish us as friends and relationships rather than abusive or toxic relationships because some relationships mm -hmm. can be a pretty serious free radical, right? Uh, um, <laughs> that's a great way of putting it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, um, and, and, and that's why I think we've, we, we need to look at each of those points. And so it comes uh, from my perspective, you know, when I, looked at consciousness and some of the um, yes, East and Western studies there, like with the in tune with the infinite that I started with was how can I be at peace with myself and, and then be, be 
are able to then extend from that point out, out into the world to then offer you know, my gift or my joy uh, as, as uh, a way of interacting with the world. And, and so I looked at how the ancients work with sound and that's why uh, I also explored sound frequency and resonance in terms of its ability to elevate us or align us, uh, Mm -hmm. whereby we felt more balanced. And, you know, I've been, you know, there's an Australian Aboriginal instrument um, that some may know of. It's called the didgeridoo. It's It's a hollowed out wind instrument. And I've been fortunate to, you know, record with the Tibetan monks and, you know, play in different parts around the world with that instrument. But I've also used it in uh, in healing modality as well. Yes. It's a bit like uh, sonic acupuncture, where I can actually direct it at the body, and where I make a connection with whomever I'm working with, the sound that will actually support the energy to be shifted. And and you know I work with Professor uh, Roland Heber and Professor Mark Cohen at the RMIT University, and they were able to measure this energetic shift, you know, using live meridian analysis and gas discharge visualizers and and other ways of being able to see the energy pathways light up in the body and find new balance and flow. And as we know, the energy that uh, flows through, you know, life is energy and having the energy uh, flow through the meridians will affect organ function. And that's where I, I took it. It wasn't just about the physicality. Is about the energetics and flow, both of the chi and the ki and the prana, life force, that kind of uh, quantum field, but also looking at this way of being able to have somebody have self-respect, self-love, and self-appreciation of this miracle that we have called a body. I mean, it's pretty extraordinary, and we just sort of sometimes bumble along through life And uh, we don't pay as much attention until something, you know, the wheels fall off the wagon and we think, oh, geez, I better, I better do a detox. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So, uh, and I just think that if we take time out, sleep is sleep and understanding that, you know, we can drive the body to do certain things and deprive ourselves of sleep or certain nutrients. But nature has a great way of reminding you that, it's the boss and that that the body is either in harmony with life begetting life or it's actually um, losing touch with with those mechanisms and so I, I I'm a great believer in having time out whether it be just walking in nature and sometimes I call, there's a great Japanese word that I heard you know a long time ago it's called yugen and yugen y-u-g-e-n is a fantastic word because it uh, if you walk outside and, and you see this beautiful horizon to horizon, you know, constellations and stars, and it's just, it's breathtaking. Yugen is a state of awareness that's too profound for words. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I try to engage with nature to go, wow. Because if we lose that wow, I think we lose an anchor point of even our purpose and why we're here in the first place. What, you know, what's this about? <laughs> what's, yeah. what's this quest, quest for consciousness and, and spiritual nature of our being? All of that to me is, is really 
it's it's interconnected. And so I've just sort of journeyed down a, a lot of different paths and tried to find ways that are common for people. You know, I don't care what nation, what where people are on the planet, and really what their diet is necessarily. But we have a common nature, and you know, there's. You know, the Dalai Lama had a great way of expressing it. It's like, you know, there, there are many, many religions like colors of the rainbow. But let's meet with kindness. And if anything, let kindness be our religion. And to me, kindness is is love. It's just let's agree that from my vantage point, even if I'm looking out the window, I'm seeing a different horizon to you. And that's okay. We don't have to compete. We just have to acknowledge and, and be respectful of each other that we're all doing the best we can in most cases <laughs> to uh, to our quest for happiness our, uh, you know the quest for meaning if you will so i think all of those things are, are really interrelated they really as far are as health, yeah. yeah it's super integral and there's worlds of conversations we could have about actually the evidence that we've seen in different fields of study that show how they're interconnected. And I can't remember the specifics. I'll dig it out for the show notes, but I'm recalling a conversation where somebody talked about when you're in that state of awe, that state of just that no language for the experience of the beauty of nature or, or whether it's in the presence of yeah. your family or whatever, there's something specific that actually does to the nervous system. It's like one of the most healing states of being you can be in. There's yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it, uh, you're right, Sarah. And to me, that was one of the, the things about, you know, it's like you, you look at it, somebody's got a, a brand new little kitty cat or a brand new puppy or a baby and you go, yeah. it's just that wonder of this new life and how magical life really is. I mean, I, I, I come from a huge family. I've got eight brothers and three sisters, you know, standard Australian family. I've got 31 nieces and nephews and, and, wow. and a couple of grandkids to boot. So I um, was brought up with this kind of uh, inherent um, way of being able to care for those that are around you, you know, mum was busy doing whatever she's doing. It's like, okay, well, it's my turn for the nappies. I'm 12 years old and I'll have a go at this thing. And, yep. you know, back, back in the day when we're using needles and a couple of little prick marks. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah. few squills>. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was just the idea of, look, we, there, there is something that we, we can all meet at and appreciate. And it doesn't, it goes past religion and, and, and musical tastes or otherwise. And it's like, we all, we all love our families and we all, we all care for that fundamental thing that sometimes carries our gene code, whether it be our child or grandchild or otherwise. And we want the best for that, that being. And uh, for me, I, I've, I've just felt that I wanted to meet in that place because language can sometimes be misunderstood or, or all of those things. And so it's like, what's that place that we can all agree on? And We've got this thing, Spaceship Earth, and it's, it's something that we share. Can we all try to look after it in our own neighborhood, you know, mm-hmm. and, 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 and all of those things as well that uh, come together. Yeah, beautifully said. As above, so below. What we see out there Indeed. and then what we get to do all the way down, literally at the gene level and how everything in between is related. It's pretty powerful. Yeah, yeah, it is. And you know, fortunately, there's some fantastic, you know, research that's shining the light on things. And I think we've got a, an extraordinary era that's uh, emerging right now and understanding the cell. 
but it's also matter and antimatter, I call matter and spirit, really, um, of, of how science is now understanding, you know, that that we're, we are there. There is something uh, that needs to be considered called consciousness or mm-hmm. this spiritual nature of, of our being. And if we're not including that in in putting things together, whether it be formulations or whether it be uh, a protocol, then we're not looking at the whole person. You know, it's, a, yeah. it's, it's compartmentalized. You know, when you take a, a supplement or let's call it a painkiller because you've got a pain in your, your, your right foot, you don't take a tablet or a painkiller, not that I subscribe to it, but uh, as an example, you can't put that in your mouth until your mouth is like, okay, deliver it to the, to the right, you know, right foot. It goes into the body and the body processes that holistically. So, you know, even when we read labels of, of this organ or that organ, yes, it is, or male, female, it, it, it has a certain something about it, but it, it's really, we're, we're holistic and we've, we've got to, not got to, I'll take the got to out. So it's, it's interesting to pursue a path that, that is in harmony with ourselves, firstly, and then our, our nature uh, and the type of relationships that we have, you know, with, with others and recognizing that sometimes the old story, some relationships are there for the season or a reason and, and something in between. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh, Chris, this has been so incredible. I, I called you for a few questions and a few minutes of your time and you've been so generous. This has just been absolutely amazing. And we have many, many, many paths to open up from this conversation. It's really brilliant. I really appreciate you and I appreciate the work that you've been doing on, on the planet and for the planet. Oh, thanks. Look, I, I, if we've got a small window, it, it, it's just sort of kind of uh, unplugged. So I, I'm, I'm sorry for those people <laughs> if I've been verbal diarrhea, but I just, I'm passionate about what I do and, yeah. and, and I'm curious by nature and I really love sharing what, what um, I've unraveled in, in my journey, but I've, I love hearing how other people are pursuing things and, and how they're finding ways that are working. And, and I love what you've created here as a forum, Sarah, with, yeah. which can, can just take somebody by the hand sometimes and just give them a, give them a home and a reference point or, or a forum to, uh, yeah. to, to listen and hear and also to be heard. And I think that's great for both. So yeah. thank you for what you're doing. Absolutely. Absolutely. And there's been real sound healing that's happened as we've gotten people sharing what their experience have been is, you know, our, when our hearts are recognized in another story, often that creates healing. So some people have been sharing with me the difference that, that just the actual conversation of the podcast has made for them and opening things up and letting go of emotions and having things shift in their life. So it's actually becoming its own healing modality in addition to propagating some new ways of thinking and new ways of doing things. So you are a giant contribution to that. I love it. Yeah, fantastic. Well, look, uh, any, anytime, I'm happy to just share, share some perspectives on things. Right. And I really appreciate, uh, again, the opportunity of being able to share a little bit from my yeah. perspective as well. So thanks for yeah. listening. We'll follow up on your new project soon. It'll be great. Yeah, yeah. There's plenty more to share on that. I bet. Exciting things yeah. that are uh, awesome. emerging. So uh, more, more to come. Thank great. you very much once again. Absolutely. Have a wonderful day. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Thank you to both of today's guests, Robin Hoffman-Hack and Christopher Neville, for their passion and foresight. For a full transcript and all the resources of today's show, visit sarahmarshallnd.com backslash podcast. You can learn more about finding your own healing by going to sarahmarshallnd.com or following me on Instagram at sarahmarshallnd. Thanks to our music composer, Roddy Nickpour, and our editor, Kendra Vicken. We'll see you next time.